Send It All podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All podcast. We are your hosts, Lucian Nodder, and joining me as always, Mr. Brad Stone. Brad, how you doing? Hey, we're doing a little late night recording session here. We've got a big day tomorrow, but I uh, wanted to do right by our fans and get, get them a fresh pod before the games. How are you, Lucian? I'm doing okay, you know. I can't believe we've already got four weeks in the book. I mean, one quarter is down of fantasy football, and just goes faster and faster every year. It really does, you know. It just fantasy football just grows up so quickly. <laughs> yes, 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 it's true. Uh, but how are you feeling, man? You're sitting at two and two, four weeks in. Do you like your shots? Do you like how your team's performing? Yeah, you know, I, I think we're really coming around. You know, I obviously two and two dropping a game this week and a tough loss that we'll get to, but overall, pretty happy. Got some depth. I got uh, Debo Samuel coming back. Seems like my receivers are rounded in form. So I'm expecting big things for the banker cap. Nice. I like it. Um, while your team is doing well, what about Miner's team? After that big trade, he did not put up good numbers this week. Should he be panicking right now? Always. You got to panic early and often. You know, it's uh, it was a big trade giving up Josh Allen, giving up Diggs, and, and the players he brought in just – didn't seem to show up, but obviously he's stuck with a broken Julio Jones, which tough, tough look for Miner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of injuries, Travis, man, he had another injury for one of his top, his two first round picks have now been injured. Can uh, his fantasy football season survive this? Well, he's he's definitely trying to trade, which we'll uh, get to later on. I, he sent me quite the humdinger. But Lucian, we, we got to talk about you. Is this the rise that was promised? I believe, I believe it is. It was. It, this is the rise that was promised, and it's going to be glorious. We're going to keep rising. Uh, fingers crossed. Don't want to count anyone out this week, though. I know it's a tough battle, tough matchup. So, not taking anything for granted. Mm, mm. So, do you, do you think the season's going to finish? What this has just been crazy the last two weeks. All the moving parts. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, over twenty. Titans football players were tested positive for COVID. That's insane. Like, I hope they learned a lesson or changed their protocols or something. Because if, if that happens on more teams this way, I could see the season not being able to finish. Maybe they cut down to 12 games or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know if the NFL wants to do that. I think, if anything, they'd like to add games. But <laughs> The NFL wanted to make a buck? Never. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no. Uh, but if the season did have to end today, Brad, uh, you know, as we all agreed upon before the season started, the payouts would go to the top scorers in the league. So I just wanted to run down some of the top scorers and some of the bottom <laughs> scorers in the league, where it stands right now. So number one, we have the Fresh Prince of Elair at 582.06 points. Uh, he is currently, he would be the, the send-it-all champion this week or this year if the season ended. Coming in at number two is Cookie Pies, Mr. Karen Peters at 559 points, uh, 0.85 points. And then rounding out the last spot, number three, is none other than the rise of Skylar Walker. The rise. 547.51 points. 
Wow. Wow, Lucian. How are you feeling about that? You know, nothing wrong with the bronze medal. I mean, when the money is involved, I will take a third place finish. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, end the season now, Roger Goodell. Yeah, just end it now. Coronavirus is dangerous. He can't be playing. I don't mind Michael Scott in this, this game here. <laughs> uh, but as there are the top contenders, there are also the bottom contenders. We have three teams pegged for the Toilet Bowl contenders based on how many points they've scored this season. Number one and the Vegas odds-on favorite to win the Toilet Bowl is the Quarantine Hut, 347.4 points. Wow. The next two people on this list aren't even in contention for the Toilet Bowl because they have scored almost 100 points more than our first place. It is the Banker Cat, unfortunately, with 432.82 points, and Bama Joe with 43 437.2 points. So. Well, I just, I just want to point out that Joe and I get it done. We're two and two. Obviously, the, the points for aren't great, but we're great at preventing points against. This is true. And good defenses win championships. Okay. It's very true. It's very true. Just to give you guys a little bit of a hint about the point differential between the top and bottom teams, there's currently a point differential of 234.66 points between Jason's team and Travis's team. That's almost three weeks of gameplay right there. That's insane. Well, I think when you lose your top two picks, it's pretty brutal. Um, I know you mentioned that earlier. Travis, got to make some trades. Got to turn something around here or you're going to be out of the league next year as all of our Toilet Bowl champions quit. It is the curse. The, uh, I don't know if it's the Zach curse or what, but it was cursed by someone. Well, Zach's the only person to ever get kicked out of the league. Um, I think everybody else left on their own volition. Okay, so maybe this is like a retaliation. He was kicked out, and then he cursed the league. And oh. Everyone at the bottom gets leaves the league. Well, Zach's a very stable genius, so, um, <laughs> you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he figured out a way to curse us. Well, let's get into the week four recaps. I know week five is just on the doorstep, but we got to talk about what has happened. We hope to know about what's going forward. First up, we have our game of the week. It was Cooking Pies 3-1 versus Fresh Prince of Hilaire, who is now 4-0. We all predicted Jason to win this one, and win this one he did. Brad, did anything stand out for you in this game? Nah, typical Karen Peters. Uh, got to say Jason's team's quite the juggernaut. He's He's... 4-0, most points, riding high. So congrats to Jason. Yeah, he had that Nick Chubb injury. We'll see how that affects his team going forward, but I think he has enough players to make up that loss. Uh, next up, we have the Meh game of the week. It was your very own, the Rise of Skylawalker versus Wes's stepfather. I got my first win, and not only that, I scored the highest points total of the entire season at 172.65 points. Uh, we all predicted this win, so Brad, did it turn out how you played? Yeah, I mean, Hogan's team's pretty god-awful. He's 1-3, which doesn't surprise any of us. And Lucian, I mean, you, you were scoring a ton of points. You just had bad matchup luck, so seems like your team's getting it together. It's good to get a win. you got to be pretty relieved. Got to keep stacking it, you know, one day at a time. Right now, I'm 1-0. That's my mindset. There you go. There you go. If you win out, you'll win the title. That's all you got to do. Nice. All right, next up we have Suck Up the Victories versus Paul will never own the trophy. Wes ends up taking this one, sucking up the victory from Robbie. Uh, we all predicted this one correct, and I believe it turned out just the way we planned. You know, Wes always seems to squeak one out when it comes to these big matchups. 
You got to say, Rob, he got off to that hot start week one, and we kind of were pretty positive on his team, but he's dropping three straight. Brutal. Very brutal. Luckily, Mixon awoke from the grave for him, and maybe he'll continue to do that moving forward. That's pretty tough for Rob, though. I mean, he had Mixon score 41.1, and uh, Rob only got to 112.65 points. Uh, kept pretty, pretty heavy reliant on Mixon, especially with Gallup. And, uh, you know, the always unreliable Valdez Scantling. Yeah, well, we'll see if he can make up some ground. Definitely has a lot of points to go to reach the top. Thought it was good for our dear leader seeing uh, Galladay back. Yes, Obviously had that touchdown. So I think uh, he's going to be more and more involved. We, we bless our dear leader with all the good fortune going forward. Next up, we have Wake and Drake versus Pornhub. Eric takes this win. He clutches it from the jaws of defeat and goes to 2-2. Two and two. Um, Brad, you believed in this for this one, and he let you down. How does that make you feel? Hey, I, this one's on me. I should know better. Uh, Nestor, ever since he came on the pod with a very you know, controversial performance, his team's been a disaster. Uh, came up, came up not, just, you know, short this week, even with DJ Shark with those two touchdowns. But Odell Beckham, I mean, you got to hand it to him. He was on fire. Yes, he was. He was playing like a, like a madman. You were all up. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> all right, next up we have El Chupacabra versus Or the Land of McCaffrey. Paul uh, wins this one, and we all predicted it. But something we didn't predict was that the one-time number one team in the league, former champ, would still score the lowest amount of points by a team this season at 58.35. Brad, how, just how bad was this performance? This was a disaster. To score 58.35 is just embarrassing. Uh, I, I'm looking at Miner's team, and there's just nothing to love. Uh, seems like he made a terrible trade, got absolutely fleeced by Eric, which should surprise no one. And then starting the Cowboys D, I mean, you could avoid that. You just shouldn't have started the D minor. Minus two points. Minus two points. You hate to see it, you know? Hate to see it. Yeah. Hey, Lucian, I got to go let Rose in the room real quick. So keep keep moving to the next game, and I'll catch up. All right. Sounds good. All right. Next up, we have Camara Meha versus Banker Cat. And I think we all know why Brad left right now, because he lost this matchup to Thomas. And he was the only one who predicted himself to win this one. And so now he lost double. Uh, but it was a valiant effort by Bank Cat. Thomas just eked this one out. You know, he fought harder. He wanted it more. And that's how he got the win. Thomas is a very selfish person. I mean, obviously, we all knew it was my birthday. And thank you to everybody who sent me a Venmo with money. Uh, the account is still open. So please continue to do so. Uh, it was tough. I had a lot of challenges, obviously losing the Steelers players uh, unexpectedly and, you know, really hurt my team. I tried putting Baker Mayfield in to uh, pick up the slack and the man just couldn't do it. Even though their team scored 49 points, he only had 20.85 fantasy points. Womp, womp. All right. Well, that brings us to Bamba Joe versus the Quarantine Hut. It's the last game of the week. We all saw this one coming. Joe takes this victory handily. Who's in the two and two and the quarantine hut to one and three? What can we say about this game? It hasn't already been said, Brad. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. You heard it here first. Well, you heard it here for the hundredth time, but we always say that. 
Uh, but that brings us to our weekly prediction scorecard. And I just want to point out, this is the first time in the Send It All podcast history that we've had two predictors in the same week who went for 7-0. and oh. This is amazing, Brad. This is why people say we're the best podcast in Send It history. We're, we're quite good at pro, uh, prognosticating these games. I mean, especially when you look at our overall records. But congrats to you and Eric. That's, that's very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. It's... Uh, you know, it's not a send it championship, but to be able to have multiple seven and zero week uh, winning weeks, it's a good feeling. You know, Lucian. Some would say winning the the yearly prediction is is better than actually winning the title. I mean, some would say that. Yes, yes. Well, it's a close race this year. Uh, this week, you went, you didn't do too bad. You know, you you came in at five and two, uh, which puts you at seventeen and eleven on the year. But guess what? Someone is catching up to you because I am also 17 and 11 on the year. Tied with you, Brad. Ready to overtake you this week. I believe in it. I believe I can do it. Uh, And the guests aren't far behind at 15 and 13. So thank you to Wes and Eric for bumping up the guests' totals. Yes, we have Eric who went 7 and 0, of course. Wes, 5 and 2. Paul, 2 and 5. But coming in last, no surprise, Nestor at 1 and 6. All right, guys, it's time for the lamestream media fake news and injury reports. Brad, you ready for this? You ready to see who's in, who's out, who's playing, who's just a bum on the bench? With COVID going around, we're all just one diagnosis away. Well, one of the biggest pieces of news this week was that Texas, the Texans head coach, Bill O'Brien, getting fired. I just want to know real quick, what do you think this means for all Texans fantasy players going forward? It's, it's got to be positive. I mean, you, you heard the report that J.J. Watt was in the locker room screaming at Bill O'Brien. So that just tells you he had lost the team. I mean, he lost him this summer with that god-awful trade, uh, Hopkins for David Johnson. Uh, I think this is a plus. I think Texans players will be trending up as a result of this. How about you? Well, you know what? I am in the minority who happen to think that Bill O'Brien is one of the best GM uh, coach combinations to ever grace the NFL league uh, just because he traded DeAndre Hopkins to my Cardinals. So that's why he's the yeah. best. You got to love him. Got to <laughs> love him. But yeah, fantasy fantasy going forward, it's a crapshoot, but it can't get any worse. That's all I can say. Mm. Uh, next up, we have three players on the COVID list. Star, uh, star quarterback Stephon Gilmore, uh, Cam Newton, and Corey Davis all popped up on the COVID list out for a week or two, depending on their symptoms, Brad. Is this the first of many to come? There's got to be more. He, he, there's absolutely going to be more. I mean, Patriots traveled, probably had a few people infected, and they played that game against the Chiefs, which, you know, as a fan, that was great entertainment. It was a pretty boring game, but that's cool. Uh, we'll take all the football we can get. But you got to think more of these are going to pop up, and, and, you know, it could really affect people coming down the stretch here. Yeah, you know, I just, you know what, the real victim in all this is Patrick Mahomes. I read that he, he, he now has to sleep in a different bed from his pregnant wife just in case he has COVID so he doesn't give it to her. Really, this is just, it's a shame for how it affected Patrick Mahomes. That's all I can say. Poor Patrick Mahomes. Poor Patrick Mahomes. I feel so bad. Uh, but the Titans, Chiefs, Patriots, Bills, Raiders, and the Denver Broncos all their games might have to be moved, or they were moved, might not be played, depending on how things go. Uh, we've had a lot of people in the league have to pick up backups just in case their starters can't play. 
Brad, do you feel like you're feeling the crunch this this uh, week with all the COVID stuff? You know, I've been pretty blessed to avoid it uh, this week. Obviously, it affected me very unfairly uh, this past week. And, you know, I've tried to overcome it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tuesday football. It's <laughs> This is wild. This is wild. I mean, we're basically going to be playing football seven days a week. You know what? I have no problem with that. <laughs> more, more the merrier. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some injuries. We got Julio Jones did not practice. This seems to be a recurring theme. You think he's in or is he out? He's going to be out. Yeah. Even if he's in, I don't know if I start him. Yeah, yeah. You really can't start Julio Jones this year. Uh, it's, a, it's a pity that Miner had to trade for him. Uh, next up, we have Sam Darnold. He is not starting. It is now the Joe Flacco show. Uh, do you think the Jets will get better having an elite quarterback finally playing for them? Joe Flacco is elite. Uh, he can only help. All right. Uh, speaking of elite quarterbacks, Wayne Haskins got benched for Kyle Allen. Uh, he's now the third string quarterback on that team. That's really that's kind of sad. Is his career done? Is that what this means? Like, I, I would assume... Basically having, what has he started? Maybe like 14 games. I, I think you got to give him a little more time, but Kyle Allen it is. Yeah, there's a meme going around of uh, Dwayne Haskins and a picture of him and RG3 looking at each other, uh, kind of suggesting that he's going to have the same career trajectory as him. Uh-oh. Yeah, hope not. Hope not. Yeah. Things aren't looking well. Uh, next up, we have two big injuries to starting running backs, Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. Both are going to be out at least six weeks. Um, if you're the uh, if you're the Chubb or Eckler owner, Brad, how are you feeling right now? Chubb, obviously, he'll be back. Uh, you're going to have to ride out these six weeks, but I, I do think he comes back. Uh, obviously, Cream Hunt's the guy you want there now, and then they have that third string guy who looked pretty good too. So it seems like it might continue to be a rotation. Eckler, I'm I'm pretty concerned about. I mean. He wasn't doing that much but before the injury, and six weeks now, who knows what they have with the backup. I think it's Justin Jackson, right, Lucian? Uh, we'll see. Uh, I definitely gambled on that and hoping that's the outcome. Mm. Uh, last injury here of note is Chris Godwin, who is out again for Karen Peters. Nothing to say except hate to see it. Hate to see it. All right, next up we have Trade Wars, people. Uh, not a lot of trades going on, which is surprising considering everything that's going on in the league. Uh, the only trade this week was between Eric and Paul. Uh, Eric got Be- uh, Le'Veon Bell for Damien uh, Harris and T. Higgins. Uh, Brad, I want to know, who do you think won in this trade? Is there a winner? Was it fair? What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I was fine with this trade when I saw it. I mean, I know some people had their feathers kind of ruffled, and uh, you know, I won't name names here or anything. But I was fine with the trade. I think Bell's supposed to come off the RR, and Harris obviously looked pretty good. Uh, kind of like he could become the lead guy, but of course, Patriots running backs. Yeah, and T. Higgins, you know, is starting to outsnap. Um, I think it's AJ Green. I don't know, but uh, AJ Green is obviously not. He's he's done there. Like there's nothing for him uh, fantasy value wise. So yeah, Harrison Higgins might end up paying off. Uh, I'm curious how Paul knows about these players, uh, considering he doesn't seem to follow a lot of fantasy football news. Um, but yeah, hats off to Paul, and however uh, he gets his trades done. But speaking of yeah. bad trades, uh, Brad, I hear you had some some crazy trade offers. 
I got a humdinger here. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it was Travis. So what? what, Travis sent me one. Uh, Now, Lucian. Yes. What are your thoughts on Jared Goff? Jared Goff, he is a streamable QB, not worthy of being rostered permanently. Well, you know, I could have had him on my team for the low price of David Johnson and Miles Sanders. David (laughs) Johnson. And Miles Sanders, you know, I, wow. I was very tempted to do it, uh, wow. you know, just just because the, the audacity of that offer makes me think I should take it. Well, you know what? That makes perfect sense with all the trade offers I'm sending him to know that this is how much he values his players. It's totally obvious why, why he's rejecting it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's one for the books. I got offered yeah. uh, Kenyon Drake for Kareem Hunt um, by Eric, uh, which I refer but uh, I thought it was funny. Last week, he, he offered me uh, Indian Drake for Kareem Hunt and Aaron Rodgers, which I also picked mm-hmm. up. So every week, the uh, price of Kenyon Drake is going down. So if you're looking to trade for him, you know, buy low. Yeah. Hey, be careful with Eric, though. He's a trade bully. He, he's a total bully when it comes to trading, and I don't appreciate it. I need to be wined and dined and led to the altar. <laughs> well, we're going to speak to one of his victims a little later. Uh, until then, Brad, you got any ads you want? Sure. I uh, had nothing particularly prepared, so I can just riff a little bit here. How are we uh, supposed to get a monetized podcast if you don't have any ads? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, what, what, what should we talk about here? Uh, uh, where'd you go to that? dinner tonight? Oh, you know, I went to, I, I'll give you a restaurant review. How about that? I like it. Uh, went to Red O. We had a, a little birthday dinner. There's about six of us there. Uh, we were outside, so, you know, felt very safe. Uh, don't you guys sometimes hate a restaurant when the music is just so loud? I mean, you couldn't hear anything. The food, a little overpriced. Uh, it was decent, kind of bland. You think it would be better. Good cocktails, had a uh, Paloma, which was delicious. Uh, so would recommend that portion. But overall, three stars. Uh, when he started saying red, I was I got flashbacks to days of when we used to go to Red Robin as kids. Oh man, Red Robin is five stars in my book. Uh, the Whiskey River Barbecue Chicken Burger. Oh, oh memories. Bottomless fries. Oh, steak fries. Oh, those sauce. were good. Come on. Oh, and I would throw that uh, the seasoning on there, the Red Robin oh, seasoning. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame it took that out of Fashion Island. I know. I thought that place would have done well, kind of the fast casual. Yeah. Oh well. All right, guys, and now it's time for our special guest this week. Uh, you know him, you love him. He's our current champ, Miner. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going good, guys. How are you? Pretty good. Take a play. Good, good. Hey, uh, I saw an interesting stat you guys had out there about our international viewership. Oh, yeah? So, uh, or, or listenership, I guess, right? So I see how we're international. So if you guys wouldn't mind, I'd like to address our international fans. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah, sure. Absolutely, ahead. please. All right, all right. Vasis los Mutterfickers. Danke schön zum alles fanatic of their Send It All podcast. Y claro que saludos a nuestros fanáticos al sur de la frontera. Un abrazo fuerte a todos nuestros aficionados. Gracias por escuchar a Send It All podcast. So I figure, you know, I'll help the ratings out a little bit by, by acknowledging our fans. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. <laughs> we appreciate it, Miner. You know, no problem. We're, no we're problem. trying to grow the game, and uh, we feel like our podcast is the best way to do that. We want more nice. fantasy football players worldwide. 
we just want to inspire people to play fantasy football. So thank you for helping us do that. No problem. Uh, but yeah, I think the big news here is uh, the trade. The trade that was heard around the world. Uh, Mine, was five for five players. And I just want to hear your side of your side of the trade What's going on? of that of that trade rape that it seems like uh for the moment, <laughs> the moment yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well you know it was one of those things where we talked about d hop at first and then uh we couldn't really come to an agreement we talked about a couple different things and i didn't really like it and then uh and neither did eric so um <laughs> Then I, I suggested, hey, how about we just trade for Julio and D-Hop? And then it kind of just snowballed into this massive thing. And I almost didn't do it, you know. Um, and we had another version where the quarterback wasn't included um, that I liked more, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it became this thing where it was like, let's just make this trade to, <laughs> to make this big-ass trade, too, for me. Um, but I, I like it. I think I've got two uh, number one receivers. And although Julio's hurt right now, um, I honestly hope they rest him this week and just get him healthy instead of having him try to go again at uh, with an injury. But overall, I think it helps my team. Um, I have a vision of having these two guys coming through in the playoffs. So um, that's, that's what I'm planning for. And I, I think it's going to work out for both of us. I like it. Well, you definitely have a vision. Um, unfortunately, right now, it's it's not quite there. You, you currently scored the lowest uh, point amount on the season. Yeah, no shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the lowest uh, score I've ever had. So, uh, yeah, not looking good right now. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Plus, you know, the other thing I had on, on my mind was uh, I kind of fell asleep at the draft. So <laughs> I think we all remember that. <laughs> yeah. So. I kind of had this this thing where it was getting to me that I didn't want to win uh, with the team I drafted because I didn't want to hear, oh, it's because of your auto draft that you won. So oh, okay. that also partly inspired me to making a, a pretty big trade. I'm still going to hear it even if I win with uh, with this current team. It's going to be like, well, you had the pieces because. But anyways, I felt that it was the right thing to do to to make a big trade. So we'll see how it works out, man. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun for the league talk about and uh, we're all looking forward to watching the story unfold yeah seriously let's see if uh if i happen to win again hopefully i don't get an asterisk uh like hogan did uh, well that's a completely different situation yeah, completely yeah. different uh, yeah true us, that brings us to our game of the week it's the wacky wab you know the rules if you like the pickup you kiss it if you don't you slap it first up we have the Ernest johnson Jason picked him up for 60 WAB, the most WAB Jesus. of the week. Uh, Miner, you clearly have an opinion about this. Are you going to kiss it or are you going to slap it? Slap the shit out of that. 60 WAB. My goodness. Fuck. That's yeah, I slapped that, that dude. Seen in three weeks. Yeah, seriously. When's the last time anybody had 60 WAB? You guys have 60 WAB? I don't have fucking 60 WAB. <laughs> Bro, I got all the WAB, man. Oh, you're the WAB king? Of web. No, not, not quite the king, but some would say the, uh, the court jester of the WAB. <laughs> yeah. He's king adjacent. All right. Yeah, no, that's way too much. I slapped that. I slapped that, dude. What about you, Brad? That's a slap. 60 web on Dearness. I mean, Jason, I think being 4-0 and being most points is getting to his head. Uh, I'm actually going to kiss this. I mean, with Chubb going out, he needed someone. Uh, he couldn't rely on Chase Edmonds, no matter how big of a role is throwing at the uh, Arizona Cardinals. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to kiss it. I think it was a, a, a move of necessity, and it had to be done. 
Uh, next up, we have Austin Hooper. Thomas picks him up for 29 laps. Now, Karen had been trying to trade Austin Hooper for weeks, but nobody was a taker because, <laughs> because he was sucking it up. But uh, Thomas thought he was worth 29 lab. Uh, Brad, are you going to kiss this or slap it? I'm slapping that. 29 lab for a you know not great tight end. No, thank you. Yeah, what about you, Mike? Man, I don't mind spending some lab, but what the fuck? Yeah, I, I slapped that too. <laughs> Well, that's three slaps because uh, I'm slapping it as well. Uh, next up, we have Justin Jackson picked up on myself for 27 lab. Uh, this wasn't a player that I really wanted that much, but I didn't want people to pick him up for free, so I just put down, I don't know, whatever it was, like 12% of my budget on him. So uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Slapping it or kissing it, Mina? 27 seems steep. Um... I'm in the middle, man. I, I feel like I'm leaning towards a slap only because I have the back to own in LA, at least uh, on the LA chargers, uh, which is Joshua Kelly. I still think he's the guy that's going to have the most carries, but 27 web on a potential guy that's going to be in a timeshare going forward. I can, uh, I can go with that. I think I'll kiss it for you. Lucian. How's that? We'll, we'll give it a little kiss. I think, a little uh, smoochy. Me and Justin Jackson both like that. Uh, Brad, what about you? I'm just, I'm gonna bro hug this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm bro hugging. There's actually a little more that I wanted to pay, but you know what? I'm okay with it. Uh, so moving on, we have Tim Patrick, the guy that no one's ever heard of. Probably picked him up for 17 lab. Um, Brad, buying a Tim Patrick. I, I mean Tim Patrick. I mean that's like might as well be named John Smith. I don't even know who this dude is. I'm slapping. Yeah, I think he does taxes down the street or something, right? Who the fuck is this guy? Is he one of the execs for the NFL? He's the bartender, the, the bartender of the Irish bar, man. Yeah, any, anytime you're picking up a guy with two first names, I gotta, I gotta slap it. Yeah, I think he owns Tim Patrick's taxes. There you go. Yeah, well, I, I like the bar idea. Yeah, that, that works too. Well, he's a bartender by night and an accountant by day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he's never a football player, though. No. <laughs> All right, next up we have Demir Bird, picked up by Nestor for 12 lab. Uh, a, a, uh, a New England wide receiver. How do we feel about this one? You know what? I actually like Bird lately. He's been getting a shitload of targets. Um, I think he's getting more targets than, uh, than Harry, even. So it's kind of a hairy situation in New England, but I, I, I kind of like it, you know. So uh, I feel like he might have overspent, but the player himself, I, I like the pickup, so I'll, I'll kiss it. Uh, Brady, kiss him kissing, not, you know, decent value for him. Did any of you guys put in a bid on Demir Bird? I don't believe so. <laughs> I did not. I think he probably could have got free, honestly. Wow. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, next up, this is a minor one, Corey Davis for 10 Wab. Kiss Mine, that shit. Mine, you've got no lab and you picked up a guy who has COVID. <laughs> well, I figured he's getting it out of the way now, so he'll be healthy come playoff time. You know, week 13 and all that shit that I always say, even though I think the playoffs start week 14. So I don't know why I always say 13. I think I started that. That's my bad. I did, I did some wrong math in my head. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and and kiss it since it's my fuck up. So. <laughs> all right, Brad, you can kiss me too. I'll kiss it. Why not? I don't. I don't want to kiss it too much. I don't want COVID. But right. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it an elbow. An elbow bump. Um, 
But yeah, who knows with the Titans? Will they even finish the season? They might be the only team to not finish the season uh, without things going for them. Uh, we have a few other small ones. We can keep these brief. These are less than 10 uh, uh, labs. Eric Ebron to Jason for six. You kissing it or slapping it, Miner? Yeah, I kiss it. Brad? Kiss. I kiss it as well. Teddy Bridgewater to Miner for four. Uh, weak rental. Miner kissing or slapping? Kissing. Brad? I'll kiss. Kiss it as well. Uh, and Zach Moss to Miner. Surprise for two. Wow, I thought this was a surprise pickup. Definitely giving it a big smooch. What about you, Brad? That's a smooch. Smooch? Miner, are you smooching it? Price is right. I'll smooch it. Yeah. Uh, Robbie's loss is Miner's gain. Uh, last up, we have David Moore for Karen Peters for zero. Wow. You know what? I'm just going to slap this for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. He overspent. That's a slap. <laughs> Total slap for Karen. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the embarrassment of riches. It's the Wab King Club. We have currently three members in the Wab King Club with your two Wab Kings, Wes and Joe. Both still have your original 200 Wab left. Well, Brad is closely behind King Adjacent with 199 Wab. Brad is the only representative <laughs> of the Wab King Club. Let us know how it feels to be this rich. I'm feeling feeling good about my Wab situation uh, with 199. Wes has been all over the map. Wasn't he up to like 300 at one point? Then he was down to like 50 and now back to 200. So I don't know how he does it, but good for him. Joe, I don't think Joe is really picking players up or anything. So yeah. he might stay with 200 for a while here. Joe, I don't think Joe realizes that he has money to spend. Uh, there must be no Bama players on waivers or something, man. Yeah. Wes is treating Wab like it's Monopoly money. Just giving it, taking it. Um, but yeah, it is nice to be a part of a club, especially when teams are involved. So I salute you all. That brings us to the week, week five predictions. Uh, as you know, we are the greatest predictors in all of Sunday history. Two 7-0 predictors last week. But as I say, it's another week. And we have to see who's going to win. First up, we have the game of the week. Now, I selected this because these two players aren't the winningest teams in the league. But they do have a close matchup. And they're both sitting at 500. And whoever wins this one will go on to a winning record. And whoever loses it will be a losing record. We have the Banker Cat versus El Chupacabra. Paul and Brad. Matchup of the ages. Game of the week. Minor, I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think is going to win this matchup? Yeah, so uh, Chupacabra first off a win over me, uh, fucking Paul, name appropriating as uh, Brad so well pointed out, you know. It's very so, wrong, very wrong. Yeah, yeah, my entire culture is offended by Paul right now, so. <laughs> um, but I think, and Watson's got a nice matchup. I'm looking at Brad's team. Marquise Brown has been kind of fucking MIA. Um, we know what Mike Evans did. Uh, based on the fact that I've seen what two of his players did, I'm going to go with Paul right now. Sorry, Brad. I just like what, uh, what he got so far out of the two guys that played for him already. And I, I like, uh, Watson's matchup. So I got to give it to Paul. All right, Brad, how are you feeling about this matchup? I'm feeling great. You know, I, I was hoping for anything other, th other than 30 out of Paul's players on Thursday night. Obviously a little unlucky for me that he got two touchdowns, uh, you know, out, out of Jimmy Graham and Mike Evans, but only getting to 23.4, that's no big deal. My team's feeling good. We're coming out hot tomorrow. All right, I'd like to hear it. Um, I definitely think you have some good matchups going forward. I think Roethlisberger's in play for a big game. Uh, Connor and Sanders, not so sure. We'll see how that game plays out. Maybe it's a shootout. Um, I think big things are on the rise with Will Fuller. I think 
Marquise Brown's going to have a monster game this week. And Travis Kelsey could be a two-touchdown week for him, so we'll see. Uh, but I also like what's going on on, on on Paul's side. You know, McKinnon, Robinson, put up some numbers. Watson, could this be the week he cooks? Who knows? Lockett, I think Slayton is in line for a big game. We've already seen what he's gotten from his other players. Uh, and unfortunately, I'll have to give a slight edge to Paul this week, Brad. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. Okay. I know. Me against the world. I mean, everybody thinks they're my rival for some reason. As an avid listener of the podcast, I've never heard Brad pick against himself. So good for you, Brad. Whoa, you know, whoa. Week, week one, I did. Haters. Week oh, one, did? I did. Yeah. Oh, I was, shit. I picked against myself and I was correct. All right. All right. been wrong ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was right once. <laughs> okay. Not too bad. One out of three. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the meh game of the week. And unfortunately, it's another guest on the show this week. Explore the land of McAfee for suck up the victories. We Jesus have, Christ. We have two teams that were former champs but are heading in the wrong direction. Uh, not a lot of people aren't having high hopes for the uh, the over-under on this game or the over on this game. So I just want to hear, Brad, what are your thoughts? Who is going to win in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, minor life comes at you pretty fast. One, one second, you got a juggernaut, Bills. You know, situation with Allen and Diggs, and next second you started Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I, I got to go with Rob on this one. All right, Miner. Uh, I'm sure you're picking yourself. Or are you going to play the humble card? I'm going to say I'm scared that uh, he got 14 from Suck Up, but I actually like most of my matchups this week, even without Julio. I still say I'm going to edge it out, and I think it's going to be like something between three to seven points that I win by. Okay. So a pretty close matchup. Um, I have, let's see, I'm looking at my model, my sophisticated model charts. Uh, Look at I the have, algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm is going. And the winner is Robbie this week. I'm sorry, Miner, but the algorithms have spoken. Check the fucking math. <laughs> Fake sorry, news. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Shit's broken. <laughs> All right, well, next up, we have the Rise of Skylar Walker versus Bamba Joe. Uh, it's a 1-3 versus 2-2 two two team. You know I got to pick myself. I think my team's on the rise. I'm looking to keep stacking those wins. But, Miner, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, man. So, I, I to be honest with you, Lucian, uh, you know, I know I called you the Earth Walker a couple times. <laughs> and uh, But I got to say, I, for the most part, I like your team. You know, you have one of my former players. Uh, I know how to pick some receivers. And uh, I think with Kittle back, your team's looking at full strength right now. So, yeah, Bama Joe, you know, since he's got all his web, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give you the win this week, man. So I like to hear, Brad. Are you on our side? Or are you gonna be the contrarian? I'm witnessing the rise of Skylar Walker right now, and I can't pick against that. Uh, I'm going with Lucian. I like, I like his matchups and. You know, usually I love to say roll tide, but I have this week I have to say war eagle. All right. Well, the force is strong with both of you, so thank you. I also pick myself. Uh, next up, we have Paul Never on the trophy. Trophy our dear dictator versus the Porn Hub. Uh, two and two versus a one and three team. Brad, are you picking our dear great dictator to win, or are you voting against him? Yeah, you know, last week I made the mistake of picking Nestor, and that obviously blew up in my face. His team's just a, such a disaster, and 
you know, it's a little uncertainty with that Chiefs game. I mean, they all going to get tested in the morning. That thing could get uh, postponed. Uh, so, you know, for that, I got to go with our dear leader. I can never pick against him. He's just so wonderful and great. I go with Wes. Iron Mine, are you, are you going against our leader this week? Oh, I always go against the leader, man. Shit. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Nestor just because he did get 16 already from Ronald Jones. God bless him for starting Malcolm Brown. But, I mean, shit, on the other side, Wes is starting A.J. fucking Green, who's done nothing. And I I used to be an A.J. Green fan. Um, not anymore. But, uh, yeah, I'm just looking at the team up and down. Calvin Ridley should have a huge game. DJ Chark looks like himself. He picked up Bird, who's been getting targets. I have a feeling he'll put up a decent score. So, And I feel like Mahomes is going to have a, a big game against the Las Vegas Raiders. So um, I got to go with Nestor on this one, man. Okay, fair enough. Um, I do like a lot of Nestor's players. I think there might be a more running game in, in uh, Casey this week. Uh, but, you know, Mike Davis, but he's pretty much been a McCaffrey clone and Derek Henry. You have other players on West's team. I have to give the edge to West. Um, next up, we have Fresh Prince of Alaire versus Wake and Drake. This is the undefeated uh, Jason Q's team versus Eric Miller's uh, somehow 2-2 two two team. Um, Miner, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Well, shit. Uh, I hope Jason listens to this and he puts in one of his other running backs. Uh... I think it's I, psychological I, I, warfare. Yeah, seriously, right? He's, I it's, think it's Sung Tzu, the oh, art of shit. war. It's the art yeah, of war, bro. Seriously, he also doesn't have a wide receiver in there. So, assuming he starts, who I think he would start, um, I'm gonna give it to. Fuck, I'm gonna have to give it to Eric. God damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Eric. Uh, I don't know if it's a lair or, or e lair, uh, but it looks like you'll be eating some eclairs. And uh, he'll win against Jason this week, man. All right, Brad, you have the same sentiments. No, I, I love what Jason's doing with the deception. I, I think he's been one step ahead all season. Continues to be here. Gets the big W over Eric. Sends Eric to two and three. Man, go five and zero. Oh, that's quite an accomplishment in this league. But you know, I have to pick Jason. I, I, this is definitely a hard one. I'm on the fence. You know, it could have gone either way. I had Eric written in. I had Jason written in. I had Eric written in. Finally settled on Jason, so hopefully it doesn't disappoint and help me go to 7-0 again this week. Uh, our next matchup is the Quarantine Hut versus Cooking Pies. We have a 1-3 team versus a 3-1 team. Uh, I'll start us off. I think Karen is going to win this one. Um, really, it's just about Travis having his two top draft picks going out and the uncertainty of the other players on his team. Uh, and also, he's the lowest scoring team in the league and really just can't you just can't bet on that unless you start making some moves. So that's my pick. Uh, minor appears to be pick. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, unfortunate. Welcome to fantasy football, Mr. Travis Shotsky. Uh, so, yeah, easy win, honestly, for, uh, for Miss Karen Peters over there. I think, honestly, he could win with, uh, with three players. I think Russell Wilson, Cook, and Robbie Anderson outscore the rest of Travis's team. Well, that's a bold prediction right there. We'll have to keep track of that one. Uh, but Brad, who do you think has this one? I'm, I'm going with Karen as well. Our, uh, you know, resident second uh, second best Patriots fan. You know, second most <laughs> passionate Patriots fan. 
Uh, yep, I think Karen gets this one done. Obviously, Brady. I don't know if he can be starting Brady going forward. He's just not doing a ton fantasy-wise. And then, of course, to get zero from uh, uh, Miller on Thursday night for, for Travis is brutal. So, yeah, Karen. Man, imagine how good Travis's team would be if he had Miles Sanders and David Johnson and he didn't have Jared Goff. I know. he does. I mean, Jared Goff's just sitting on his bench, too. <laughs> if only that trade would have worked out. <laughs> All right, our last matchup of the week is Horrible Hogan's Wes's stepfather versus the Camara Meha, Green One, Thomas. Um, Brad, could he gotten this one? Thomas. No way can I go with Horrible Hogan or, you know, <laughs> no, the, the number one Patriots fan in, in our league. So congrats for that, Hogan. I, we know how much you love Bill Belichick and his honesty that he always displays. I know you have just great admiration for it. And you absolutely agree that the snowball, it was absolutely, uh, you know, the right call. Tom Brady's arm was going forward and you guys deserve to lose, or excuse me, the Raiders deserve to lose that game. Congrats to you, Pats fans. Uh you know, I'll just keep it brief. Kamehameha, I'm, I'm impressed with what he's doing. I think this is a big week for Lamar Jackson. And obviously, Amari Cooper's been a stud. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Miner, who do you like in this one? Dude, I'm looking at Hogan's team, and I'm like, toilet bowl potential, man? I'm, I mean, you're starting Sexy Rexy, and Carson Wentz has really been shit. Uh I'm a, I'm afraid for Hogan's team. He's starting the Dolphins for God's sake. Um, yeah, easy win for uh, Thomas. Uh, yeah, I also have the win to Thomas, but you know what? Don't count Hogan out for the toilet bowl just yet. We just went over the three lowest scoring teams, and he was not among them. So there's still a light for Hogan's team left on. Uh, so that makes all three of us for Thomas. Okay, Thomas, don't let us down this week. And that wraps up the week five predictions. Uh, this is the end of the podcast, but before we go, uh, Miner, is there anything you'd like to say to the league? Any bit of trash talk you want to go into before we get to week five matchups? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think, uh, you know, I just want to say, I know my team is looking a little bumpy right now, but you guys got to keep in mind, my best player is out and has been out. I should get him back in one or two weeks after that. It's going to be smooth sailing. See you in the playoffs, and when we announce a champion, the announcement's going to start with and still reigning champion, because I'm sure I'm going to go back-to-back for the first time in Sended history. So you guys got your homework to do, but I'm feeling really good about my team in the playoffs. Miner, would you, would you say that you winning uh, last year is responsible for kind of COVID and everything that's happened? I mean, it doesn't seem like the universe was, was ready for you to win. You know, let's say it is, uh, and the only way to break out of that is for me to win again. So you, you need that, you know. Sometimes the two negatives make a positive, so we, we need to have that again. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe Thomas Jefferson said that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, some great mind, you know. I believe there's statues in his honor uh, yeah. because of that saying that has since been torn down. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but, but my statue will remain forever, guys. Yes. You would never do anything bad. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tear your nameplate off the trophy. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Fuck. No one would ever do that. <laughs> there will be protests if that, that happens. All right, guys. Uh, before we go, Brad, any last words? No, get fired up for week five and uh, going to be a thrilling week. 
a lot of action starting at 10 a.m. And we won't know the final winners till Tuesday night, if you can believe it. Fuck, that's true. I'm ready for it. All right. All right, guys. Well, I wish you all bad luck and my team all the best of luck. And uh, before we go, remember, we hate you all. All right, guys. Good night.